You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, Seminole Headlines podcasters? Thanks so much for listening to the program. As always, the podcast brought to you in part by our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Today, no different. Appreciate them enabling us to do this for you. What else they'll do for you is uh, work hard throughout the state to ensure uh, that the insurance companies are doing the right thing and they're not acting in bad faith. Uh, they will they'll get after the insurer if they are. They'll inspect and assess the loss on your behalf. By the way, they are throughout the state just because an insurance company tells you no or there's a certain amount that they're willing to give out doesn't mean that's the end of the story. Find out more. Go to policyadvocate.com. That'd be policyadvocate.com. Or call 888-904-2524. Onward we go with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, the Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio begins right now. Birch Orthodontics. Did you want to go hour two? Did oh, I, did no, I you usurp it. your you hours? It. Well, it's all right. We, I, 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 I You swore you wouldn't do it. I, yeah, I feel like it's, uh, again, it's got to be something on the field related, not just us being back in studio. I think we're more important than the events we cover. <laughs> so not, I think you no, ought to start stepping no, up into no, the game like that. Uh, maybe next week. If you remind me next week, I'll, uh, I didn't I, well, practice now, it at all. Did you hear the, the waffling that goes on with this guy? Mm. There's no conviction. Should be a politician. My man, my man just yeah. got done telling us it has to be this, it has to be that. For weeks he's been asked to do it. He says no. Then when I go hour number two, he's like, oh, you blew it. You blew it. So <laughs> yeah. it's my fault after he swore he wouldn't do it. Then when I asked him about it, he said, oh, it has to be on the field. Ten seconds later, maybe next week. Next week maybe <laughs> next week. <laughs> As if there's some momentous thing that's going to happen next week. They're going to sweep Notre Dame. They're going to go sweep Notre Dame. Like that would be the thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's it. One. Getting back in the studio after 15 months that's was not it. No, that's not it. No, no, nope. no, no, no. Birch Orthodontics sponsors this mess, and we're forever grateful that she does. And um, yeah, BirchOrthodontics.com. My kids go there. Your kids went there. Friends and family we know have gone there. Everybody's had nothing but glowing reports, including uh, myself and my boys. So, yeah, go to Birch Orthodontics if you have orthodontic Be- needs. Best in the business and a ride or die orthodontist. Yeah, without question. All right, so here, here's what I am going to do. You know, guys, this is a little shakier. Uh, the Facebook group, 14 strong this week. Well, they're, 14. they're not feeling loved anymore. Was anybody late to the party? I think the announcement. No, it was like six thirty. No, was a perfect did. time. And I think there's there might be more than that on Twitter, man. The Twitter takeover. Oh, is, the Twitter is takeover is a real thing. Yeah. yeah, it's happened. I'll pull I'll, up Twitter. I don't although know. the original lead headliner, uh, 
uh, Sean is actually encourages encouraging us to stop the Twitter and just force everybody back to Facebook. But I don't think that's going to. Yeah, happen. he's yeah. he's frustrated. It's not uh, two thousand nine anymore. Yeah, Donna Donna wants to know: will, will our baseball team play in regional games? Yes. Yes. Will FSU host regional games? Possibly. Probably. Probably. I think. Probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a chance they could host a super regional without even without being in even it. being in it. Yeah. yeah. Love the show. Happy to hear you're back in the studio. Thanks, Donna. We appreciate that. We're happy to be back. Yeah, we are. Matthew writes, Doc Brown pulls up in the DeLorean and says he's got enough plutonium for one jump back in time to alter FSU history. Where are you headed? Oh, man, probably 97 for me because that was, was a travesty. Th- I was, th- I was, th- I was at that, that game in the swamp. I'm still pissed about it. What would it. you do, though? Well, first of all... Would you, would would, you kneecap Jacquez Green? And, no, no, like, but they did. there were so many mistakes that lead up to that. Sure, but how could you change it as a fan? Like, well, he's telling me we go back in time and change the game. First of all, I'm not. Oh, I thought just field goal. if you could go back in time, what would you change? Like, I would go back in time and tell uh, somehow Jeff Bowden can't be hired. That's where I go to. Well, like, I, I'm going to say something controversial. Then the end result was inevitable. He expedited it to some degree, not to my liking. Should have been a little faster, but where we were headed was in that direction. That's, that's not the only hire. Sure. There were some other things. But he could have been propped up. Bobby could have been propped up a little more with a, a much better longer, hire. A little bit longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a couple of years in there where they had elite talent on defense. Yeah, and, and pretty good talent on, on offense. Where they, you know, could have yeah, yeah, kept winning 10, 11 games. Maybe you block, you go to the apartment that Jared Jones walked into and ate all those girls' pizzas and hot him, dogs. By the way, I mean... Or McPherson, you you don't make you, whatever don't McPherson chance. was yeah, doing. You don't write that. There's, there's a lot there's of stuff, a lot of, um, and also I think the easy answer that a lot of people might be screaming in their car is you don't hire the guy you hired after Jimbo. Well, I'll tell you what the easy answer is: never in your life get rid of Randy Moss for smoking weed. What are we doing mm. here, Bobby? So Stop you, it! You smack the joint out of his hand? No, you say smoke away. I'll get you some more. You just tell Bobby to I think let's get with the program. You think this DeLorean has given you some special power where you control? people's mindsets you've got to get you've got to make the rest of the question reads although you can't personally intervene in a play you can give advice yeah so you have to give advice to somebody about oh i would got you, you tell about would you tell about not to go for two against miami either either time no i would have gone for two well one of 87 the times, you yeah, needed to kick the extra point you need to kick the extra point and, and I, I agree with that one by the way the uh the advice not to get rid of uh, Randy Moss is, would have been a good one. Like, if you could somehow convince... But would your advice known, be to Randy Moss? Like, hey, man, please just don't get caught doing this. Perhaps. But let's just say that was just an mushrooms. impossibility. My sure. man was going to smoke no matter what. He was Snoop. So let's let's just say that's the case. You've got Snoop Dogg, not Snoop Menace. No, you've got to educate Bobby in that moment. Yeah. It ain't no thing, man. Trust me, in a few years, this is all going to be legal. What's it's not a big deal. What's interesting about that time, though, is you have to go back in the context that somebody pointed this to me out, mm. pointed this out to me the last time we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, because he came in with a no it was, strikes. Yeah. And part of it was because of Foot Locker. You know, there, there was such a microcosm. Which was a crazy Florida, There was such a microscope thing. on Florida State at that yeah. time. Yeah. It was. It I was know. a ridiculous thing. But there was such a microscope. That's why they were so sensitive about Tainted perception. Title. And then you sign Randy Moss, who's had a criminal proceeding so now it's that that's that was the backdrop to it it wasn't just I like remember the hey backdrop we're against like it was yesterday but man yeah it was it, dumb it, it was dumb and yeah. i know that the players pleaded with him not to do it. i mean that's 
Cannell pleaded with him in 94, what, 95, whenever it was, like, please don't redshirt him. Please let me throw to him. They're like, nope, he's got a redshirt. That's part of the deal. It's like, please put him on the team. That must have been a weird thing for Holtz as well. Mm. Like that, the pushback for Lou Holtz taking Randy Moss, like none of that would happen now. No, no. I mean, way worse guys find their way to universities to play college football than Randy Moss. Oh, I got one. I think you go back to, how about this? You go back to whenever that would have been, 2000. And tell them about this kid in California named Aaron Rodgers who can't mm, get a scholarship wants offer to to but Florida wants State. to come to Florida State. Yeah. And he is going to be awesome. Maybe that changes the whole course of everything. Jeff Bounds a head coach somewhere. <laughs> Harold Dickey's a head coach somewhere. <laughs> I would have never gotten the infamous call yeah. from the wife. <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers would have been great in those quarterback meetings uh, with that coaching staff. Yeah. <laughs> Tony writes, fellas, glad you're all back together in studio hugging once again. Mm. Corey, congrats on the dong hit by Brady. Thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Me would love him right now to help Matt, uh, to help Matt yeah, Nelson Yeah, give Matt out. Nelson some uh, protection. Do you think that Norvell is using the draft as a whole as a teaching tool? Funny we brought this up in the uh, first hour uh, to the team hard work dedication to the team and passion does pay off i hope i mean he's got to be delicate as we yeah. said asante is a great example for those guys yeah a really good example no no doubt uh ian writes uh this is likely a seymour i listen to many a seminal podcast radio show and you guys truly are the best mm. thanks buddy and then he wrote to fall asleep to <laughs> <laughs> for me to poop on. Yeah. I think your chemistry puts me at ease more than the rest. Question. Did Marvin Stock fall because of social activism? I really hope and wish it didn't, but can't help to think it may be the reason he went undrafted. It makes me wonder if Norvell's response was more than saving his own face and that he was trying to protect Marvin. No, man, and that's the point you made earlier. It wasn't about social activism. No. Nobody's mad at Marvin about social activism. It's just, man, there was an overreaction to a misspeak that could have been handled a lot differently. And it, in a team setting, that's problematic. Well, yeah, he called for them to boycott practice until over it was, something uh, until that it was resolved. Well, and in the and in the middle of the night, publicly, you know, came out against the coach before talking to him. Yeah made certain assumptions, and again, I think equated an action here that was a mistake with some pretty insidious stuff that was going on and that was being rightfully finally exposed and debated. So, yeah, Norvell but, uh, did let him off the hook because he, I think he felt like he made a mistake and didn't want to kill the kid. Right, yeah, especially didn't, given the situation. Norvell did misspeak. He said he yeah. talked to all of his players about now, this, and that wasn't true. Now, it was a misspeak. He did. He misspoke, man. He, could, he should not have I've used that word. I've never said he didn't It misspeak, was one word. Man, it's ridiculous it was where this went. One word should not one have been said. One word should not have been said. Uh, again, there is a little bit of semantics in there and that he did send out individual emails to every single player on the team. Yeah. I, I just thought it was a huge leap. And and that's and that was troubling. That's not why he didn't get drafted. It's just one of many things that created a bigger picture. To answer the question, and yeah, let's not the, forget he got hurt and he yeah, was not that, healthy. That's last the year. biggest thing and because the kid, uh, the kid at Oklahoma State t- said he wasn't going to play for Gundy, which because was, of the T-shirt. Yeah, the QAnon and, shirt, and he got drafted. No, it was the it was a OAN. It wasn't but, QAnon. Oh, but it was the TV. It was the same, TV station. Essentially, yeah. But, it but it was. But I think he was projected much higher than a fourth round pick. I mean, he did get drafted, but I think yeah. So, but him. my point is that he did produce, and he had produced. It's not a. It's not a guarantee if you tweet about your coach negatively that you're not going to get no. drafted, but it will hurt your draft stock. Whether you believe that's fair or unfair, he certainly has the right to tweet whatever he wants. He felt passionately about it. It might have been misguided in the moment. I'm sure a lot of Florida State fans thought it was to call it your first year head coach like that. And he's a he. He said every coach 
every NFL team asked him about, and he told them he should have handled it differently. And so he's acknowledged. Yeah, he yeah and, it, and something good did come out of it. Uh, he, you know, he did start the 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 re, the literate was it literacy the the books for kids thing when that well the that was that no. was they said they were going to do that anyway but that was in the in, when they met with the team they said look these are some things we were already planning to do to outreach to yeah. underprivileged kids and that's one of them uh, Todd writes can we get some of the headlines to add in hour number three this would specifically be so Jeff has to take phone calls as recompense for all his third hours of Jeff we lose out on most Tuesdays well that's awfully nice of you Todd uh, but we're not taking calls either no we're not and we're not doing a third hour so. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, I appreciate the compliment that's you're lucky we is. take questions <laughs> you're, you're not dying on every hill yeah <laughs> taking phone calls is the one you'll definitely die yeah. on uh, Seminole Headlines 9790 Radio continues in a moment Seminole Headlines will take a breather more next Seminole Headlines Returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Continuing headliner questions. I know we like to space it out, but I'm not going to run the risk of somehow undercutting our fine sponsors at Horizon Bar and Grill. Mm. Horizons Bar and Grill, one of the best eateries in town without question, as I noted last week when somehow I got carried away in my haste to move on to the next activity of the day, work-related. I uh, I didn't properly give them their love, and I can't, I can't let that happen again. We're going to get them in here early this hour right now because they are delicious. I seemingly go – I think it's my new weekend haunt. I was there Saturday as well. Yeah. I was getting carry-out. What time did Saturday. you get there, buddy? Probably 6.30, 6.30. You got to give your boy a text. Come on. I'll meet you up there next time. I go up there relatively close to that time seemingly every week now because the food is that good and the atmosphere is that great and the Mm. beer is that cold. And the great thing is you're seeing people when you go that you respect as well. That's correct. I went in there the other night, saw some FSU administrators that I'm uh, friends with and think highly of, and they were enjoying their their meals as well. Yeah. And uh, it's the place to be. Up on uh, Bannerman Crossing, Bannerman Road and Thomasville Road, it's called Bannerman Crossing. And, uh, Corey, you're in town, so we got to get over there. Yeah, I'll be over there this week at some point. I, obviously, I would not broadcast that out now because I don't want pe- I don't want don't there to want be a scene in the well, parking lot. Uh, yeah. But I'll, so, I'll be over there at some point. Well, heads up, by the way, when you go. Either well. for a cocktail or I know, an actual dinner. Sometimes I don't get the, the notices. The last time I was there, you showed up and we had a great time. But that, did you? That, did that you text correct. him ahead of time? No, he just showed up randomly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, look at this. He's, he, told Kyle, he told Kyle and Mike, call me, text me when Corey's <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. 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 So the, the funny part was I walked up and Corey was just shocked that I was walking up. He's <laughs> I was like, oh, I was hey, man, I was just getting ready to text you. you. That's crazy. <laughs> and look at my phone's in my hand. <laughs> yeah, look, see, I was texting yeah, you right now. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's exactly how he tried to play it off. And I could see the guilt on Stephanie's face. Yeah. She realized he was lying to me. Right there in her presence. Well, Stephanie was actually legitimately bummed because you said Christy was coming and Christy didn't show up and it was just me and you and her. I said in passing that was a possibility. I never said well, I you made it sound like Christy shall arrive. sounded like it was a very, very distinct But when we go, we should go for happy hour because happy hour is the thing to do. Let's right? do it. We'll All do right. it this week. Uh, Sean writes, with regionals a month away, I was curious if there will be a mask policy in force. I only ask because I've been to a couple of high school athletic events around the Panhandle lately where no one was wearing a mask. Does the NCAA demand differently Hashtag it's, elite. That'll be interesting. It's, right? it's going to stay fifty percent. But the mask, because I was there on Sunday, and there are some people wearing their masks oh, walking the mask around. Part, yeah. In the and there's some that are just sitting there. There's it doesn't appear to me that there's anybody telling anyone to put a yeah, mask. Yeah, they're outdoors. On. You're yeah, not indoors. I, yeah. Yeah. So I would, I and look, man, I get it uh, because it's June in Tallahassee, and if you're breathing into a mask. It's, well, you're also gonna, more than that, where, where we're at with vaccinations. Yeah. Uh, so, well, that too, know, that helps. But also, bigger, I can also understand thing. if you're thinking about just comfort level or yeah. if you're an older gentleman, not not that Sean's older, but you breathe into a mask for three and a half hours in 110 degree heat when you're safe. So Ira said something, though, that 
they're they're going to stay at fifty percent as we move forward here. Yeah, I don't think they have an option right now. I think the you know even floor, I don't think Florida State can go to full capacity right now. I don't believe. Mm, I mean. They, uh, the, that, yeah, well, because the ACC be- championships, the ACC announced with their championships anyway. I'm not sure if the NCAA has said the same they thing. They don't look like the NCAA cares what Ole Miss does at all. Well, but watch their but baseball it's, games. But it's, not, but, but it's championship events. That's what the NCAA Oh, so ACC, you think the NCAA tournament would be 50%. Yeah, yeah right. that might be. That might championship be. events. But, but so right now, like a regular season game, it looks like you could have yeah. gone full has capacity. their holes, but they could go full capacity, yeah. yeah but like I don't LSU think, is. to answer the question, I would be surprised that there are people walking around Hauser in June telling you to put your mask on. I've what? been to Braves games. They'll hold a sign up, say, please wear a mask, but nobody's telling you to do it. From from And just talking to people over here the feeling is that going into next year for outdoor events that it's, mass, full board, it's gonna yeah. Mass, yeah they're not gonna be but indoor events are gonna at least for the foreseeable future unless something changes um you know when you get back to basketball season or volleyball season they're, they're gonna have to at least well, look a lot at can it happen yeah. as we know between now and then we've seen that how i was works. in an establishment last night it's the first time it's happened to me and i heard a guy walk past me and i didn't have a mask on i'm fully vaccinated a guy walked past me in a mask saying look at all these idiots not wearing masks and I didn't say anything, but I almost took out my vaccine card and threw it at him. You carry that with you? Like, like a papers? Chinese star? Yeah, in my, yeah, like a Chinese star. Am I not supposed to? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. I don't think you need Does to. Does it go into like a photo album? What I, do you do with I, it? You, I kept mine in a safe. I mean, we have mine and Christie's are in a safe oh. just in case you need them. But okay. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not walking around with oh, them. I like, got mine. worried about people checking my papers. Um, but but I just like to have it so I can throw it at someone if they give me it, grief. <laughs> It is. It, we're at an interesting crossroads, is the way yeah. to put it. I mean, I, I, I have. I try to go around and be rational and respectful of others, and have empathy for for people, no, no matter where they sit on this. Sure. It, it's an individual choice uh, at, at this juncture now that anybody who wanted to be vaccinated could have been vaccinated. Yes, and especially the most vulnerable people in our. That's population. what I'm saying. Now, yeah. now that that we're we're past this. Yeah. Uh, Robert writes. What do you think of Fauci? Let's I'm go. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I was just about to say, what in the <laughs> hell are you doing? I'm just kidding. Um, if Charlie Ward... Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. If Charlie Ward had played football now, do you think he would have picked the NFL over the NBA? So, all right, here's... Tyler two. Murray would have been a nice uh, person for Comp- him to follow. Um, and Kyler Murray was the number one pick in the draft. The game he was certainly 5-11. changed. Do you guys remember the NFL Network special on that draft? On the Charlie out. Ward draft? Yeah, that draft was a special draft. It for wasn't an ACC Network special? No, it was definitely not. It was an NFL <laughs> Network special. Oh, okay, uh, a network that cares about football? And it was on that draft. I stumbled across it a summer ago. I was flipping around. and I and I and re- So what was interesting was they had great footage of the war rooms for the various teams. And I can't remember what the angle was, why that draft mattered more than some of the others, but there was an angle. And the point was that you had a lot of intriguing decisions to make, and then we fast-forwarded to what happened afterwards. And there's a moment in that documentary where it happens more than once, where they're talking about Charlie Ward and what to do. Yeah. Because if you recall, Charlie really didn't make it necessarily known which way he would go. And what he said, and there was controversy over what he said, but what he really said was... I can't if you dropping the NFL outside of the first you. round. Mm-hmm. I can't guarantee if you drop me in the first round, I'll come play football. It wasn't a demand you have to draft, that, me in but the that's first how round. it was taken. Yeah. Was a demand, and what what he said was because I think I might be a first round pick in the NBA, and if I'm a fourth round pick in the NFL because Correct. black quarterbacks and athletic right, right, quarterbacks the were whole not thing. seen, yeah, yeah. then 
I'm, I might go play in the NBA, but it was taken as a threat, which was unfortunate. Well, what was interesting... But then he didn't get drafted at all, which was crazy. Well, so, and here's the thing. Several times during the draft, they go into different war rooms, Minnesota, Kansas City, and a few others. And Dennis Green's one of them. And he's saying, look, I think we should take him. Like, he's lobbying, we should take Charlie Ward. I mean... He'll play football. I, if we take him now, he'll play football. And the earlier in the draft that you see these debates, the more they're convinced he'd play football. Later in the draft, the only time you see it come in is, I think it's Kansas City in the, in the, in the last round or the penultimate round. One of the guys goes, Charlie Ward is out there, guys. <laughs> the Heisman winner. He was pretty yeah. good. So and it's funny because he brings it up to the other guys. He's like, guys, just saying, before we make this pick, Charlie Ward is still there. Mm-hmm. Do we want to take a flyer? And that sounds like you and me talking to him last week about Terry, yeah. even though it's very different situations where you're kind of like, dude, it's a seventh round. Yeah. I mean, this guy's probably not making the let's team. Let's just either take way. a flyer on my man Charlie Ward in case he doesn't like what he gets from the NBA. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we have ourselves a I mean, I think he got drafted in baseball. He did. Like they yeah. took a flyer yeah. on yeah. him. Yeah, so, but the NFL wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a And it wasn't one. a sure thing he was going to go the first round of the NBA. Well, no, correct. Of course yeah. not. He averaged like he, nine points a game. Yeah. Well, and it turned out that he had a, a long and, and great career in the NBA. And so but, that was the, the and that was to the question. I remember I had, I was working in Thomasville and I talked to Charlie Ward's dad like ten, you know eight years after he was in the NBA and I said to his dad I was like man I really wish he would have played football and he's like well his knees don't yeah well there's no doubt about that and I will say this he was before his time that the, the NFL did not tend to transform their offenses around yeah. a guy like that. It just didn't That's exist. Very new. It just didn't exist. Yeah. It's a thing now that guys are willing to do, but they were never willing to do it back then. And, uh, you know, I understood it. And, and to some degree, even today, teams have to show a willingness to revamp everything about how they run offense around one guy. And, there's trepidation in doing that because if that guy can't handle <laughs> you're, you're it, you out. just you got to start over again. That's really difficult. You know, I'm not cursing as much. On, uh, in, that is weird. In person, but in when you're staring at a computer, that's all you do. <laughs> There's a lot of built up animosity towards the uh, process of having to do shows from home for over yeah. a year. Yeah. So it just come flying out of me and Ira. We couldn't <laughs> yeah. help it. Yeah. But GDs, now you're just you're MS, back to being uh, PG rated. Civilized human beings. That's what we're doing. More headliner questions forthcoming. Hang in. Seminal Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Zach writes, Jeff, great to meet you last week. Good meeting you too, Zach. What are your thoughts on the Bucks draft? Were you pleased? Corey, were you happy with the Falcons? Love the show. Psyched to have you guys back in the studio. Whenever you can get a tight end with the fourth pick, you go for it. Although I think he's... He's going to be really special good. player. Yeah, he might good. not even deserve the designation tight end. Yeah, probably not. So yeah, I guess so. We'll see, man. I don't. You know, I would. You, they you, need, you they know, need defensive help. Corey's at forever. that place where it's revealed anytime a question is asked about the Falcons, the pain in his heart is overwhelming. There's yeah. no, no real positive momentum no in hope. Atlanta. Yeah. There's no feeling that things are going to work out. It's a Hawks town now. There's anyway. no. There's no real trust. I mean. There's Matt Ryan again, leading us into battle. Yep, coming just, out 15th year or whatever it is, 14th you can just, year. You can just sense the, the animosity that's built up. So that's a tough, tough spot to be in, especially when the world champions are in your division. Mm, yeah. And you see that they re-signed every single starter from the world championship team. And yeah, they're, they're going to get complacent. They're going to so get complacent, though, and the Falcons are hungry. It's tough. You know, it's tough. Ira, I noticed that you sort of get left out here, if only because you've made it clear that – you were a Baltimore Colts fan. They don't exist anymore. That's you've how never, old Ira is. You've never, embraced, <laughs> you've never embraced the Dolphins. The oddity here, and I want to I want to bring you into the NFL conversation because here's what people don't know. You still avidly watch the NFL. So my question to you is, have you ever thought about hearkening back to, to maybe adopting the Dolphins? Oh, God, no. 
Because I'll tell you why I ask. I mean, I grew up hating them. I know And you living did, there and hating you, them. But you're an older man now. Yeah. Perspective is yours. That's your city. Time. Your city is your city, man. You ride and die You think it'll help city. me heal me a little bit? I think yeah. it could. You got to let the fences down a little bit here. <laughs> let love in. Let me tell you something. I, I, I used to make fun of the Dolphins like it was my job. As a Bucks fan, I had no time for it. Also, it was me needling my dad. His hero is Don Shula. He loves the Dolphins in a way that's unhealthy. It bothers me a little bit. But because I love him and I've gotten old myself, I kind of like the Dolphins. I'm a Bucks guy through and through. But when I watch the Dolphins play, Ira, I find myself going, let's go fish. Come on, let's Ira. Go fish. Come let's on, go Ira. Get on board. Come man. on, man. Let's. Those old school uniforms. Don't, don't, don't think we didn't just realize you just brought up your dad. Oh, well, I was yeah, trying I mean, to plow through. I was trying this to plow through. This whole thing was just a premise for you to bring up your, your living father. Yeah. yeah. My dad just, used to like football, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad liked the football giants. Oh, man. Yeah. Doug writes, gentlemen, I'm happy for our former players making money, but how do you understand Josh Kando getting drafted in the fourth round? Do you think there's a chance Kansas City is thinking about him more as a defensive tackle? Bonus question, can you guys role play what the conversation was between NFL front office staff and Mike Norvell about each player? <laughs> well, that's a lot. That would um, be tough. That's a lot to do. You could probably imagine some of the things he said about maybe Tamarian. Yeah, but the but the risk there and why it gets coaches, back to him. yeah, yeah. It, it, that would kill you in recruiting. So you that don't can't do ever, it. You he, try he to be say anything bad about correct as possible. But other but people he was, in the department, he, you got to be honest too and say this is yeah. the issues I had with him. But and then add some. I mean, you got to be honest because you want people I think to you would take try your to steer guys. Clear, I think you'd steer clear of, of being overly negative in any one of those things. That's this is a problem for high school coaches, college yeah. coaches, pro coaches. If it gets back one time, that's your ass. I know a coach yeah. that it happened to, and his reputation was never solid. But if you say, uh, and I'm not throwing Tamarian into this uh, class, but if you if you tell these guys, oh, he's a great kid, hardest oh, work well, on the team, they and can, he's not, they, they can, can probably tell the by the so fact subtle. that you're not yeah. praising him. Correct. You know? well, that's right. what you don't yeah, say. that's what I was saying. So you know, nobody can get mad at you for. You know, well, he didn't talk you up. Just well, give him a look. Like, yeah. <laughs> so is he a good kid? Well, <laughs> <laughs> next pass. <laughs> he just passed on the question. <laughs> next question. But uh, yeah, the, the press Kendo, conference yeah, line. The, the Kendo thing is, it's going to be interesting because I mean, everybody likes him. Nobody. I mean, everybody at FSU likes him. Everybody. It's not like he's a bad. Everybody likes him. He just did not. I looked it up. He, in like thirty, he played thirty-five games at FSU, thirty-five or thirty-six games at FSU, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and was in on like fifty tackles. I mean, that's yeah. hard to do if you're on the field that much. You might accidentally make you it. trip you over a couple guys. You trip over the pile but and give credit. Hopefully, it turn. You know, it turns it around. I, I will tell you that, um, you know, one thing that happens, and we see it a lot, we see it at other universities as well. I know our fans tend to react to it because that's who we're hyper-focused on, and they, they've seen it happen too often, frankly. But there are players that, for whatever reason, don't fit in a system or at, they're not surrounded by the requisite talent at whatever school they play. It could be a small school, for example, not FSU, usually. Uh, and then they get a chance. They're put in a system that suits their talents specifically. That's yeah. what the scouts do, right? They look at a guy and they go, he's not productive in what they're asking him to do. We will ask him to do this, and it's entirely different than what he's being asked to do there, and he shall shine. Uh, shine. Robinson is a guy like that. I, I guarantee you they look at him and say, man, I can't teach the, the physical tools he has. I know how he fits in what we do, mm -hmm. and if we just put him in this specific situation, yeah. he'll make plays. Hampson Nasraldine strikes me as a guy. Again, you're not going to ask him to cover anybody. He can don't do that. When you do, you're exposing him to real risk, and he's going to get embarrassed. 
you want him to be around the line of scrimmage and tackle, then do it. They already changed his designation to linebacker. Yeah, yeah he's not. Yeah. He's not probably going to be in the box, but he'll be up closer to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's got to make plays there. That's the way to do it. Uh, well, see, this this tugs at the heartstrings. Matt wrote hour number two for Brady, maybe. Mm, oh, no. Oh, nice no. try, though. It'd be it's two in a game. That was a really good effort <laughs> It's there. two in a game with a wood bat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Then he'll get it. Um, How about some Twitter questions at some point, Jeff Cameron? Oh, Jesus, at some point. Guys, yeah, I can't catch a break. If I don't read the Facebook point, questions, I'm an ass. If I read the yeah, Facebook hey, questions, that's Ira. Hey, that's Ira. Ira actually puts in work a little, a little pre production you, you work. Pull them up. You, you feel strongly about a particular one that I'm ignoring? No, man. Is that what's happening? I just thought here? there was a lot of response. People were excited that we we're going to be back in the studio and they want some, uh, they want to be, they want to be appreciated. They don't want to be just, and, and you even said that Facebook didn't really turn out anyway. Well, I mean, <laughs> Okay, here you go. I'm pulling up the questions. I The peaches and herb is right in front of me. I thought it was great. Um, well, so our friend Rick said, first round's on him if you guys call Corey peaches. Yeah, well, the, no. so the so the gif, I, or gif or gif, whatever yeah, you want to call it, yeah, gif. It's a gif. was uh, it's definitely a gif. peaches and herb reunited. A clip and it feels from, so good. Yes. Yeah. And, but I'm not peaches. Uh, not, not that there's anything wrong with peaches. Right. No. Sir Stuart Wallace writes, the double-digit dongs speak for themselves. But much more importantly, Elijah Cabell has shown market improvement in his overall approach as a hitter in recent weeks. If we could get a couple more guys going, we might finally have something going on offense. Who's it going to be? I mean, it could be Nander, Corey right? is bereft of hope. He doesn't see it. I think it's Nander. Could, it, could, it could be Nander. Okay. If you got, if you got Cabell and Nander to go with Martin Martin. And Nelson mm-hmm. got a little something there. You do with that pitching, and if the I mean, you just got to hope Cabell gets in when he gets into one. There's people on base, and it can change a game, right? Because he's going to strike out a lot five times a weekend at least. <laughs> but he he might put one over the fence, like a hundred feet over the fence. And if there's guys on base, it can change the game. He won them the game on Friday, right? He right. had a three-run homer or a two-run homer, and they won by one run. So They are fun to watch when he does run into one. It is a different it's sounding. Crazy. It's yeah, nuts. It's, it's really nuts. Walter writes, Brady's three-run shot was a big old dong. What did Corey celebrate the kid with? Did you guys do some weed, or did you, uh, what, what did you do? I, I didn't do it. We didn't smoke any weed. No weed? Okay. Uh, no, it was vape. I just okay. vaped. Does okay. that count? Yeah, I mean, okay. a little bit less. No, it was, I was actually doing Wake Up War Chant with Aslan, and Shane, I only told her, because she used to just text me every at-bat, and then I'd be disappointed with a ground out or something. So I'm like, hey, just text me the good thing, no, good at-bats. When, when Alexa would, like, I'd be videoed in basketball, and, like, would she miss a shot or, or not get a rebound, I'd just, like, put the phone down. Yeah, yeah. Like, just so stop I like, recording. I don't want to see that. Yeah. So I saw it pop up on my phone, a video, and I'm like, okay, my man did something good. There we go. I, get, I got something to look forward to after I'm done. And then I saw the home run, and that was really, that was really exciting. I wish I'd have been there, but it's still, it was really exciting. Uh, Ron writes, any new info on the happiness slash satisfaction of the two QB commits? Hoping both are up to commitment and the climb. All right, so I find this interesting. Let me posit yeah. this to you guys. So, Nico, Nico has, has celebrated all of the other commits. You notice this. Yes, to great lengths. <laughs> he has gone on to tell everybody how excited he is. Yeah, he's been like a chief recruiter That's correct. for the class. And a sudden... Uh, Verbal commitment from a California quarterback that's playing at IMG, who's even uh, slightly higher rated. It, They're both highly rated, but and, and and looks to be the real deal. AJ Duffy is a commits bit to rated. Florida State, and he, we've got crickets from yeah. my man over here. <laughs> now Travis Hunter's celebrating, mm. but Nico and I wonder if Nico's I think Nico and Travis are boys. It. Like yeah. I wonder if he's like, hey man, why are you celebrating this been, guy? Could have been busy. 
Yeah, could have stuff. Yeah, maybe had his phone on. taken away. The only thing I'll say about that, I have no idea who's happy, who's not. I'm a talk. But that's about why everybody's kids, speculating, and it's good reason to speculate. But what I would say is, I don't want a kid who doesn't want to compete. Look, man, I can't say what I want to say, but you can't be that soft. You you're such a talent that you would be, you know, obviously recruited heavily by Florida State University. You're a four star kid. You have tools. You've won state championships. Everything else. You can't tell me that the thought of having to compete with another kid scares you so much that you're just gonna hey cease to. Was Drew was Drew Weatherford scared off when Xavier Lee committed? Was <laughs> Smag scared yeah. off when Jameis committed? You can, no, you they just came and played. You can't be it's, that guy. Yeah, but they're. It's also a weird time, you know, where where the options to leave and, and to change yeah, direction. So, yeah. in you know, but I was talking. I was you, funny. I'm telling you, I don't want a kid who can't I gotcha. compete. I was just funny. I was talking to somebody yesterday who covers NC State about Bailey Hockman, who is now left there. When he's done any good, and but uh, he looked good against FSU. He lit up the nose. That was weird. That was weird. Every team does. But he. That's when I lost my mind. I was like, man. So why did he leave there? And he's like, well, he wanted assurances that he was going to be the guy. Get up out of here with that nonsense. Because the other guy's coming back from injury. It's not the same thing as. Look, I get it. If you are a you know a three star, four star kid who's got a lot of options, and your favorite option is this particular school, and you say I'm going to go there, and the next thing you know, they recruit over you with Justin Fields, right? Yeah. Like a five star can't miss. Jameis Winston just said yes. You might be inclined to think maybe I should start at Maryland. JJ Cosentino wasn't scared. No, he came. Now, all these all these great would, Florida State listen. luminaries of the past have proven your point. I'm these saying, guys wanted to compete. I'm saying that you you have to have the mentality, <laughs> sure. even if it's unrealistic. You have to have well, the mentality. And don't you, by the way, AJ Duffy. He's not. He's not. James he's not Jameis Winston. And also, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> it's I mean, just funny. don't you have to imagine that Nico knew they were recruiting other quarterbacks? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, well, guess what's going to happen next year, Nico? They're going to recruit other recruit quarterbacks. Another quarterback. Yeah. You so, have to be willing to also. And they might go in the transfer portal again. Well, also, what are you trying to establish around here? Yeah. You're trying to create a different mindset. You're trying to create competition. You can't have a kid who doesn't want to compete because that's what got you into trouble yeah. to begin with. We'll come back, wrap it up. More headliner questions momentarily. Hang in. Seminal Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. All right, I'll stay with Twitter, boys. Let's go. I'll stay with Let's Twitter. Go. Let's go. Let's a little lightning right round. A little lightning round action. All right. Well, I've got a lot right there. I did really well. That was good. Uh, Glad we uh, pivoted. Yeah, Jason wants to know, it seems like it was about this time last year when we started getting commits from Bryce McGowan and Matthew Cleveland. Any info on 2022 basketball recruiting class prospects, targets? Love the show. Been listening since 1270 a.m. That's my man, Jason. There you go. Old school. Listen, old school. That's right. That was nine years ago at least, right? Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. So we never did it in that studio. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I mean, we did it in the house for a while. Yeah, and Jim Lamar coughed his way through each episode. It was an (laughs) all-time a thing. It made the transition a little easier. Hey, where did you and Lamar run into each other? A couple of, or was he drunk when he tweeted how much he loves you or whatever he tweeted? I tweeted how much I loved him oh, you and he responded that. accordingly with how much he loved me. So where, where it was a love guys? fest. We did run into each other and we had a cold beer together. Okay. It was a wonderful time. We were at Gordo's. Nice. Um, I walked in and he was there in the bag as always <laughs> and I thought, Jesus, Jim, get it together. Get it together. It's, it's 4 seven o'clock. <laughs> Jim said, shh, you shut your mouth and bring me a beer. I said, yeah. okay, cold I Cold beer. Uh, Make it a cold beer. And then he's together. tweeting, I love this guy. And then I sat down and had a beer with him, and it was a good time. We have mutual friends, of course, and uh, he was sitting with a couple, and so we had a good time. Oh, nice. It was nothing over the top, nothing over the top. I was just reminded that I love that little bear. You know, mm. it, it, Jim's good good people, yep. and uh, we gave each other a big hug and all that good stuff. And now he, you're going to rip him for the coughing. It, well, he, could, he, he couldn't stop coughing. It was unreal. Um, but, I, you know, it cracked me up. I used to laugh because he was full-throated. <laughs> 
Well, you gotta get mute buttons we, around we here. We would be like, "Good Christ, man!" That's the beauty of the yeah. the Zoom is at least I can mute myself when I gotta clear my throat. So the question though, Ira, is there, they they got to be on some guys? Yeah, yeah, no, they're definitely involved with some big time recruits. They're yeah, they're killing it in recruiting as well. They just haven't had the announcements yet, and uh, they're still finishing up a couple spots. With, you know, at least one. Probably two um, spots in this class in terms of either transfer. Yeah, and they got the Kentucky kids, so or, that's uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, it's it, they're that that train is full speed. By the ahead. way, did you guys know that Hamilton didn't just rupture his Achilles? He fractured his elbow on that fall. Jesus, no, man! I and didn't he know just that. had kidney stones again. Yeah, yep. Leonard. Thoughts Maybe I was with supposed you, to man. say the kidney stones part, but he did. Fra- he fractured his elbow on that fall. Isn't that crazy? And he he coached three games like that. Uh, tough too. I didn't see him with his arm in a sling. Yeah, or anything. no. He, he told us, and I didn't think it was really ruptured because he told us we interviewed him the next morning, and he said, "Yeah, I fell. I kind of sprained my ankle." Yeah. So yeah. when he had the boot, as was, opposed to rupturing your Achilles, <laughs> which is a serious. Injury. Oh yeah, he's out. Yeah, yeah. I know a good friend of mine ruptured their Achilles. They weren't right for a year. Yeah, I still got a guy going, a friend going through it. Oh, good luck, Leonard Hamilton. Jason writes, in 2016, Louisville, Louisville prepared all offseason for the FSU game. Well, maybe, Jason, but don't let them talk that angle up. Florida State was ill-prepared, flying into the side of a mountain. That was a predictable ass-kicking. They rode quite the wave after the win, and I can't help but think about Notre Dame this year. How all-in should FSU go on beating the Irish? <laughs> all-in. Is it more important to have seven wins and only focus on winnable games? No, you try to win every game, obviously. And I think the Notre Dame game is a winnable game. I'm not picking them to win it, but it's a winnable game. And they'll prep as if it's a winnable game. You're not going to do it at the expense of any other game. I mean, they'll yeah. look at that as – it's the first – I mean, no. Why? To me – Well, sometimes you don't want the first game to feel like your Super Bowl. You can't. But it really can't. But, but what's it, the next it's game? A big game. In the next game, uh, well, it's yeah. a Samford or somebody yeah. like you go for it. Go all in on this one. Yeah, you need a big win. Well, but listen, I don't. But you know, winning the North Carolina game didn't change their season. Didn't yeah. change anything. Yeah. No, and I don't think. Listen, I think you got to go about the process of preparing for each game. Now, I trust get the it. process, Jeff. How long yeah. have we been telling them? Yeah. I've been saying that for years. More even earlier than Iron Sharpens Iron. I think I came you can overlook with- Duquesne. Probably that's I, next year. I would year. overlook yeah. Duquesne and really focus on LSU. Sure, but but <laughs> this is not that. Yeah. Okay, uh, T Money writes, who has longer NFL careers, Wilson or Terry? Wilson, Wilson, Wilson. I'm not sure Terry has an NFL career. Yeah, Marvin will probably. I mean, if they gave him that kind of money, he's probably. Well, good. he's also in a better situation. And that situation in Cleveland yeah. is a good situation. Yeah, yeah it's good healthy. defense too. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to Dave here who writes, who is the least excited to work in studio again with the other two? <laughs> mm. I actually saw this. There's more to that question. Yeah, is it why is the answer, Corey, clear? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, the that's answer, 100%. Yeah. Well, but have, then you were here first. So I was know. here first. I don't have a mute button, uh, so you probably hear me randomly cough. Uh, actually, i got to teach you, there is a way for you to avoid doing just that. And luckily it was an 11.30 taping and not 9 o'clock because then I would have been really upset. That's a, that's just not Corey's. That's not what Corey does. Corey's down. Corey's done with those early morning shows. I appreciate the third person reference. Jeremiah <laughs> writes: Can you remember a football game in which FSU played against a team with superior talent but prevailed to superior coaching? Would you need to go back to the Bowden days for such a game? Well, that, you got to go had superior back, talent. Oh, then you got to go back a good ways, like eighty pit. You, no, I mean, I would, you there can make an argument games. that the North Carolina game last year. I'm not saying it was superior coaching, but they didn't. I don't well, think yeah, they I mean, I think talent. North Carolina was a better team, yeah. for sure. Um, so yeah, you could you could say that. Is Sam Howell supposed to be like a top yeah, five think, pick? Next I don't know year? top no, five, but about he's, all that. he's he's see, highly I mean, regarded. Okay, yeah. I'm going to question that when it happens. By the way, I'm not seeing it. I don't see it. 
I think he's a gunslinger. I'm, I think he's the next Elway. I don't see it. I might be with you. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some some problematic elements to his game. I'm not saying he can't play. It's just I don't I wouldn't yeah, that's why you didn't want him here. You wanted Blackman. <laughs> you said that from day one. I want Blackman, not Howell. I'm interested to see how he does this year, man, because I thought the backs they had were awesome. They had good receivers. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious was, to see. Those two running backs were Yeah, they had awesome. three, three skill guys drafted, yeah. three or four. Yeah. Uh, Ryan writes, fellas, which of you sports dads is that guy? I'm guessing it's Corey with all that travel ball talk. Although I've heard Jeff say he screamed, catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he goes on to say, but there's nothing like dads at girls sporting events, so maybe it's Ira. Dude, it, it was bad. I'm so glad to be out of it. I'm, I can't tell you. I was so disappointed when she gave up basketball to focus on theater, which has worked out well for her. Yes. But I was crushed. And because it was just such a good time for us. It was like the one thing we had together. Mm. But man, I was an so many sports events. That's not a computer you're staring at. My bad, that's my bad. actual Jeff Cameron. Oh, but uh, yeah, so now I'm a much better person. I'm a much better father. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it was, it's. It, you know, I got to tell you, Ira, and maybe it's just the difference in the nature of our jobs. We're both in sports, but I have to talk every day for sports, and I'm understanding of. I went into this understanding because I've seen it. What that are you guy's about to tell about. us how much better adjusted you are when last week you went on a rant ripping the coach from another? Hey, team? but well, uh, uh, a well earned rant. I was going to say, yeah. What I'm what <laughs> I what I'm telling you is that. No, I'm not telling you I'm well adjusted. I can sit out in the outfield and be tied in knots. What I am saying is that. I go to great lengths not to be the guy because I don't want my son who already gets questions all the time. Hey, is your dad the dude who does the radio show? My dad listens to him. And I'm aware of that. And so it's like, because he'll bring it up. He'll be like, oh, I met somebody today whose dad listens to you every day. He wants to know this and this and that. And that's awfully flattering. I always say, tell that kid to thank his dad for listening. But I've always thought like, Bryce is aware of that. I don't. It's Clark's aware of that. I don't then need to go to the ball field and be the guy screaming again. They're already yeah. questioned about their dad doing this show. So I try just to go out in the outfield and shut up. I don't say anything. It's, I want to say a lot of things. Yeah. But I don't say anything. I don't say much to Brady during a game. I'll yell at him in practice about uh, only about effort. I well, did yelling, like catch the ball is not the end of the world, by the no. way, Ryan. I mean, catch the ball is. I did appreciate the text when Corey texted us about the home run because it literally. I was. I think I had just listened to your guys' last wake up board chant from like Thursday or Friday, whatever it was where you were talking about how you didn't give him food after his practice. And I was, because he, because he mouthed off to a coach or something. Oh, whatever it was. oh no, I, I gave him food. He wanted Popeye's. He wanted a chicken sandwich. Yes. I'm nope. You're getting a lean cuisine, buddy. <laughs> why, <laughs> would, why would you deserve a Popeye's yeah. after that? He didn't mouth off. He just w- didn't look like he was listening. He was just waiting for him to shut his mouth. He was indifferent. And then walked away. Sometimes. And, was, and I was like, man, that's Tough just so, corner. that's just so disrespectful, man. Yeah, to you can't a coach. do that. No yeah. Popeye's for you. No three yeah, piece. But I went and got Popeye's. For yourself. For, I was like, I'm getting Popeye's. You're getting a lean oh, cuisine. Oh man. Corey is ho- withholding food. But not because, <laughs> but not because he didn't perform well. It's the, it's the, it was the respect, oh, and then you. it's the effort. That, those call are the him two a name things. while you're at it, eating the Popeyes. It's like, oh, this is really good, this Brady. You're right. Brady. You should have one of these. How's that broccoli? <laughs> How's that frozen <laughs> broccoli? <laughs> you know what's gonna help your attitude? Eat yeah. some of this. Eat yeah. some of that. Eat some of that cauliflower. Yeah, but I, I get I, the... yeah, I didn't withhold food. He still, he still <laughs> ate. He still ate. Let's get that right. I think the answer, Ryan, to your question, and it's the final question of the show, is that none of us are that guy. We've all had. No. Moments in time where maybe we were that guy for a second. I am the one that emailed the well, travel I bring that ball up coach all the time. You wrote a the, novel, a screed to uh, yeah, <laughs> your tomes. <laughs> 
Did I tell y'all that he brought that up? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. good. Yeah, so that was uh, that was not my best moment, but I was also right. Well, it's crazy. You, it's the, the best it, year any kid's ever had in that league. Mm. I told you, like, the, uh, it was like, it must have been six, five, six years ago when Alexa was playing in middle school. Or no, it was uh, like the Y League or the, you know, with the, the City League. Mm-hmm. And I was at Hauser covering a regional, and this kid comes up to me. And he's like, Hey, how you doing, Mr. Schofell? And we're talking, and he's like, Yeah, you know, I, I ref your daughter's games. I'm the one that you yell at all the time. Oh, <laughs> I, man. Like, man. I just, you I instantly really, were like, That's it. I'm done. I yeah. just need to reconsider. That's it. That's it. Boys, it was good to be back with you in studio. Love you. I love, love seeing you. you. Love seeing your face. Be love good. your musk. Yeah. How about that? For Corey Clark, Ira Schofell, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be well. Seminal headlines on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Get more from Jeff, Corey, and Ira via iTunes and in the 97.9 ESPN Radio Audio Vault. This has been a production of 97.9 ESPN Radio, Tallahassee Sports Monster.